0: Uh, so we're recording in a raw, raw state <laughs> today. I'm in Houston, Texas. Missy is in Los Angeles, California. And, uh, so because I need to put this out pretty soon. I, I don't have my, I don't have the music here. So we just have to do it ourselves.
1: We don't have any music? What does that mean? I don't have
0: it on my laptop. The, the music that I normally edit in. Oh, I see. The life of the actor never ends. Ugh, That's it never ends. To it also doesn't make sense. Missy Pyle with Chris, Grace, and friends. <laughs> I thought you were going to harmonize.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I really like just hearing you, um, yeah. and also, don't you think when uh, if we're not in the same place and we try to harmonize, it doesn't work, right? You can't zoom. Well, set. if I
0: hold out, but if I hold out, you hold out a long note.
1: Okay, Miss Bip, Chris, Grace and friends.
0: friends.
1: Well, <laughs> anyway, I was trying to harmonize for, with your harmonizing.
0: For one second, that sounded good, I think.
1: It really did. You know what? We should uh, skip this whole podcasting. You know, uh, Zoe's dad told me there's like 300 million podcast episodes out there. Probably oh, yeah. Closer to billions. But
0: but there's probably more songs and bands. I don't think so. Bands have been going on a lot longer. So we're competing against the Beatles. Tough competition.
1: Finally, finally. Compete-
0: I mean, we're probably competing against the Beatles in podcast world too.
1: Do you think COVID's ever going to be, gonna be over?
0: Um, do I think COVID is ever going to be over? Uh, I honestly don't think that we like. If you want to get to the point where we're like literally never thinking about it, I, I honestly think that's probably five years away on the short side.
1: It could you be really pain. think it's going to go away?
0: Well, I mean, to the point, I mean, yes, I do. I do think it will go away psychologically in the sense that
1: did there you get are a your, lot of people. Where did you get your hate? epidemiology agree again, degree from? I forgot. Uh, well, why did you ask me? <laughs> no, I just want to know. Tell me.
0: Um, I think that uh, psychologically, there's a lot of people that have already given up on it, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a question of that mental attitude versus the actual physical consequences of how many people are actually dying. So this latest wave, which is BA four and five is, um, by the way, I, we know that this is what you come to this podcast for. <laughs> um, but like, it depends like this latest wave, it's very contagious. Um, people like here in Texas, LA is like the only place in the whole world where people still wear masks as far as I can tell. It's um, true. but if people in Texas can like not wear their mask for, six months and nothing really too bad happens to them, like there isn't some huge spike in deaths, then all if that happens three years in a row, the the actual disease and the virus might not go away, but mentally it's going to have gone. I mean, a lot of parts of the country, I feel like it already has. So it's just a question of like, if people get punished enough for the way, I mean, maybe even punished is not, if there's a cause and effect of like, we're not really doing much for masks and then, something happens or doesn't happen. Five years of that, I think it will essentially be over. You know? So that's your, so make a date for
1: 2027. Okay. Can we continue? July 20th,
0: 2027. Can
1: we continue recording this podcast episode until then?
0: Yeah. I have enough hard drive space. Um, that's what he said. <laughs> Can you say that uh, anymore? Yeah. That's what they said every night, the last night. Last, that's what they said. I don't know. Um, so you have feel you're feeling discombobulated.
1: I feel like my brain is going to come out of my body right now. Okay. Um, what I are feel the like I'm What are the things about
0: you can say about this publicly? I don't even know what well, any I issues think, are.
1: I think most of it is that I had COVID la- two weeks ago, and mm-hmm. I just don't think I think it's, it, while it seems to have gone, um, I don't feel the same. I, I feel like my head is literally like five feet above my body. Oh my gosh. And I can't, I can't really smell. Oh, that's like old school. I know. I know. I mean, I can, but I have to get real close.
0: Huh. Uh, Are you testing negative now?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I tested negative this morning. Okay. But it was a home test. Let's be honest. Right.
0: And did you actually see the line like fade out? What line? Over, over, like the the oh, test yeah, line. Oh yeah, I did, I did. Like yeah. over days, it like got weaker and weaker.
1: Mm-hmm. That's but that was my today was my last test, my last free government test. Oh. Could you bring me some? Uh...
0: Well, I'm in Texas, and mm-hmm. they don't they don't sell them in Texas anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I can bring you a gun, and then we can Perfect. shoot it. Shoot the. Uh,
1: shoot the COVID of me.
0: Shoot the COVID, yes. I can bring you a gun. and uh, Plenty of uh, bullets to be purchased here in Texas.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: All that kind of stuff. Go to Walmart and get you some.
1: Can you put it in your suitcase?
0: I mean, sure, it's Texas. I can probably do whatever I want. I can ride my horse onto a wagon, onto an aeroplane.
1: But you can't get an abortion.
0: Can't get an abortion, can't get a COVID test.
1: (laughs) No COVID, no abortion, but you can do whatever the... Else, the fuck you want. Yeah. Just, pshut, woo-hoo! Pshut, 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 pshut.
0: Yeah. I mean, the six flags over Texas, I don't, one of those flags was not Pfizer. <laughs> uh, can you name the six flags over Texas?
1: No, absolutely not. I Wait, can't oh, even. you
0: didn't, you didn't,
1: <clears throat> did you grow up, grow
0: up here, or you moved here after Tennessee? Wow. Like, did you take te- Texas history as my I
1: feel like you've gotten old and you don't remember my stories anymore.
0: You went. I remember to all of
1: your stories.
0: Somethingburg, Tennessee. You went to a high school that Chris Germantown,
1: Germantownburg.
0: <laughs> they gave a um, a scholarship once a year to go to North Carolina School of the Arts, and oh, you, wow. you and Chris Parnell got that, uh, and uh, then you you made out with the guy who hosted Talk Soup in the back of the cab. <laughs> I mean, should I write these down for the memoir?
1: (laughs) Are we hosting the Emmys this year? We'll just just use all these jokes for when we host the Emmys.
0: Or was it that you were in Houston and then you went to Tennessee? And Ah, my
1: question is, did did
0: you take Texas history?
1: Yes, in sixth grade. Just their sixth grade. And that was it. And then I left.
0: So then you should know the Six Flags of Texas.
1: I mean, do you remember anything from Texas history?
0: Yeah, I remember the Six Flags of Texas.
1: All right. I know that Six they, Flags is an amusement park. That started, that started in, started. Believe,
0: Dallas mm-hmm. or Arlington or something So the Six Flags of Texas are the six flags that held sovereignty over the geographical region that is Texas. And they are, um,
1: are you looking France, this up? Spain. Oh.
0: No, I looked up my CVS pharmacy just called me, which they call you three times a day to be like, you have yeah. something ready. And I'm like, it's I'm not really getting it told. They do take
1: up a lot of space on your voicemail.
0: Yeah. CVS Pharmacy. Vine is what I have it as. Uh, France, Spain. um, Ooh, I'm missing one of the colonies. So wait, I hear it's Texas. Texas, the Confederacy. Oh, right. The U.S., Spain, France, and Mexico. Those those all held sovereignty over Texas. Okay. Uh, So... You feel crazy, you had COVID.
1: I um I think I, I you know, what is this what is how does our theme song go? It's the love of the actor. It never, it never ends. never ends.
0: That's why you listen to freelance pretend with Missy Pyle and Chris Grace and York.
1: Yeah. Nice. Um I can't hear myself in my headphones and I also can't hear myself in real life so I don't know what happened but mm. um, it doesn't ever end Chris and once again the Emmys came, the nominations came out and I, w- I don't think you were listed I unless you were going under a pseudonym
0: we should uh, let's complain about the Emmys because I do have an actual complaint
1: oh I, I did my complaint about I did it, well, get,
0: one is that you weren't nominated
1: well Hulu uh, I think did put in a Or the FX Hulu put in a thing for my character. Oh, like guest star for *The Last Man* for guest star, but I didn't get it.
0: That should have been nominated. This is my complaint about the Emmys: is that we have so much television now, Mm -hmm. and the Emmy nominees were were as if they had only watched five shows the whole year. I know. So when when you say like best featured actor in a limited series or whatever, that's probably what yours would have been. Or whatever. Th- there's. This is no offense to anyone that was nominated, but like I, I, don't believe that like four of the five nominations for any one of those categories all come from one show, which is what it is in, in a lot of the actual results. It's like we nominated everyone in the succession except Alan Ruck. We they nominated like <laughs> literally every woman that appeared in Hacks was nominated.
1: Yes. Like no matter
0: how it's like I, how small ha- their
1: guest starring performance was. And it's
0: like, did did hacks really run the table for the year in terms of women being in shows? I um, know. And it, to me, it's not anything. It's hacks. I think it's just about the limited scope of people
1: watching well, television. I I mean I think I think also and and I'm I'm. I'll never forget, when I was young, I was sitting at the bar at P.F. Chang's with Brooke, and this woman came and sat next to me, and she, we started talking about, uh, sit next to us, and started talking about the Oscars, and I can't remember, she worked, she was a, or maybe she was on the nominating committee for the Oscars, I can't remember, and I was like, oh, and I, I remember saying something like, and that's probably t- not true, I, I she she was very, this was years and years and years ago, and and she was talking about the Oscars, and I was like, Oh, it's so interesting to see what's going to win the best. And she's like, well, it certainly isn't about what's the best. It's about it's so political and that it's so, um, you know, I I even remember she just was like, it's not it's not about who's the best.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, for sure. It's
1: it's about and then and then and for the last like six, seven, eight weeks, like if you're at the beach in the sky, there's like sky riders riding for your consideration um, mm-hmm. About st- TV shows, and it's it's such a like a, they pay a lot of money to get a nomination, so it feels yeah, a little although, bit like politics.
0: Doesn't it? Doesn't it seem that yes, for for it definitely feels like there's some sort of meta world where you are trying to sell the story of your show as being a notch above everybody else. Mm-hmm. But it also feels like all of that billboard stuff. Like so, if you don't know, if you live in Los Angeles half of the billboards in Los Angeles are for TV shows and movies, especially around the last month, where you're seeing a billboard for a show that you forgot about, that I was like, oh, is there a new season of this show? It's like, no, it says FYC for your consideration on it. But I would argue that those efforts clearly don't work because as diverse as the billboards are in Los Angeles, I would say the lion's share of Emmy nominations this year were taken by about six shows total, probably took like 80% of the creative nominations. Um, so I, I wish, you you would think that people in Los Angeles should know more about the breadth of television than anybody else. And I actually think people do generally. Like when you, in LA if you meet someone for lunch or something and you say like, oh, did you watch uh, Did you see the trailer for the rehearsal? Nathan Fielder's new show on HBO. A lot of people in LA will be like, oh yeah, yeah. In fact, a lot of people in LA, like when I first watched Killing Eve, a lot of people in LA were already like, yeah, I watched that already. (laughs) Like they're ahead of you. But then there is something political or... There's a whole other game that's separate from being good in terms of who is cool enough to be nominated for the Emmys. Yeah. Um, I will just point out the Superstore never got a single Emmy nomination <laughs> over six seasons. Nope, not a single one. You're kidding um, me. Yeah, and it was never considered like the hip, cool show by people. That's
1: interesting. I, I always would have thought. I, I thought it. I thought it did.
0: I would have thought so too. But uh, you know,
1: not Superstore one probably.
0: It probably ends up being the wings of this generation. Yeah. <laughs> which is like a very successful show for the network, but like not considered prestige by, you know.
1: What was that, NBC back in the day?
0: Wings was NBC, yeah. Wings I think ran a long time and it probably did get some Emmy nominations, but it was never like considered the, a great show like Cheers or Frasier or Seinfeld or whatever. But I bet if you watch it now, I bet it's still pretty funny.
1: Still has Wings
0: still has wings.
1: Would you say that sounds like uh, But
0: like if why the last man had been had just caught some ethereal like right some notion of like oh you got to watch this, you know. Yeah, to it's be interesting, a critical
1: darling. I mean, it's I've never never had that in television. It's always really eluded me, but
0: I think it's more just critics though. I think it's something about like the way um, there was a like 10-day period where a bunch of people were like, have you seen Yellow Jackets? You really need to see Yellow Jackets. And so people just talking about Yellow Jackets, at least here in L.A., uh-huh. and then you see people on Facebook being like, oh, my God, I can't believe this happened on Yellow Jackets. All that said, if you go home to your family and ask your aunt and uncle who what Yellow Jackets is, they're like, what? I've never heard of it.
1: <laughs> right. Well, I think that's pretty true for... Um for so much um, of of like so many things, like in Los Angeles is such a funny place, and it's we're, we're we're very like it's a little dark here. I think like when I was in Texas a couple weeks ago, I regardless of what's going on in the, in the world, you know, I, I did feel a little bit like oh, just felt a little less. Burdened cumbered. by like the industry or something. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, but that's also because Houston cumbered, is not is not. uh Yeah, you were like in D and D, you were encumbered. You had too many Thank things you. in your yes. in your inventory. D and
1: D. Should we just make this d and D podcast?
0: <laughs> Speaking of how many, I mean, there's like 1,500 of those already. Um uh, I mean, how many podcasts out there are there of two? theoretically working actors complaining about the business not that many <laughs> i think there's are fewer of are you kidding
1: those. there's got to be at least a thousand
0: there's not that many honestly um i mean yeah there's there's not that many
1: well i'm um, currently um out of work
0: well i mean 99% of the time
1: we're out of work yeah i don't know i don't know why anyone wants to do this for a living it's it's really crazy uh, If you kind uh, of had a spreadsheet and you could, I don't know if spreadsheets the right, but if you had like an, like, oh, this is, or a calendar and you're like, I know I'm going to work and this, 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 and this. If you had, or a crystal ball, I should say. My mm. manager says things like that all the time. Oh, if I had a crystal ball and, you know, and I knew, da, 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 da. So you could make choices. And oftentimes when I book a, like a vacation, I'll get a job. Yes. something about Well, that just happened
0: to me just now. Like I was, uh, it threatened to happen to me. It threatened to happen to me just now, which is I came down to Texas last Thursday, scheduled to go home tomorrow, Wednesday, and then meanwhile got a self-tape commercial, had to do a call back from here on uh, like a hotel Wi-Fi in Dallas, mm-hmm. and then if I had booked it, I would have had to do a fitting yesterday. I would have basically had to fly home three days early, uh, but uh, that did not happen. But like I, it's like I haven't had a... I haven't been put on a veil for three months and then it happened to be the six-day window when I was in Texas. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So that's how it happens. It's weird how they say that it seems like an old wives' tale that people say about the business, but it is reliably true that that happens. Like I booked round-trip tickets to Hawaii in October Mm -hmm. for Eric and me and I guarantee something's going to come up to ruin that.
1: (laughs) A ah, job, a crazy job.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's slightly annoying when it doesn't actually turn into the job and you just get stressed for no reason, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but but we, speaking of which, I did, I, I, I think I, ha- I can tentatively say that I have booked something. What? Uh, which is, I think I talked about this before, but uh, I am making a YouTube show for the Academy Museum or the academy? No, for the academy, not the museum. Mm-hmm. And they're making a show for YouTube called uh, temp- temporarily called Movie Jobs. And it's basically dirty jobs but it's for movie jobs. So
1: And you're the host? Is,
0: I am the host. Ooh. I'm currently scheduled at the end of August to go to a like couple hours outside of LA to learn how to stunt drive.
1: <laughs> what?
0: which is very nerve-wracking yeah I think it will be very fun it will be me with this guy who like teaches people how to stunt drive for the movies and then he's gonna try to teach me certain things and the only thing that I'm worried about right now is we had a little initial meeting to talk about this whole project and I said hey do you can you find out from the guy if I have to drive manual Um, and they were like no I don't think so and I was like I bet I do because when you do like drifts and skids and all that stuff, I bet a lot of that is manual transmission. Mm -hmm. And I can drive stick shift, but like, I'm not, I haven't driven stick shift regularly for 25 years or something. So, the idea that I need to be comfortable with it enough that I can then do like stunt maneuvers Mm -hmm. means that when I get home, I'm probably going to rent a car for like a week in LA Mm -hmm. and drive manual transmission. I around like LA for I a like week. That you're just... Although that doesn't sound fun at all, like driving getting people angry. I know, I always angry. <laughs> liked like
1: uh, manual transmission cars, but the idea is it is not, not fun in a heavy traffic city.
0: I just feel like I have memories of being at an intersection stalling out and people getting mad at me when the light was green and I was like, oh. "Uh." <laughs> so, Oh, please. So that is my uh job that I have potentially booked.
1: Wait. I'm in my child's playroom.
0: We should make a little noise every I time just we have book it
1: out. <laughs> I wonder if I can get the triangle to make a noise. Oh yeah. The, the problem Here is that go. the triangle's missing its like little string. That's all right. Let me see if I hit it with this. Wait.
0: <laughs> mm, <it's not> <laughs> wait, wait, do that one more time? It's almost like a meditation bell.
1: <laughs> nice. I'm holding. My um, triangle up with a fidget spinner and using a maraca to hit it.
0: Yeah, we can. Well, don't hit the microphone as well. (laughs) Uh, So that yeah. So what's uh, so you're currently jobless?
1: I'm jobless. I'm jobless. My friend Brooke and I uh, have been writing a pilot. We initially wanted to just write something that was, you know, um, you all know Brooke from episode three. I don't remember when she was on. Um, Brooke Dillman. So Brooke and I have been writing this Show that we want to just film ourselves And put on our own YouTube channel Which feels a little like We're both a little out of our league Because we just don't really Or out of our depth We don't really know uh, how to edit
0: <laughs> Oh
1: um, And we hired a I mean du- I was huh? going to say You
0: should hire someone <laughs> to do that
1: <laughs> We do have um, We did hire a director But um, We're just not sure If she even wants to do it and we send it to our manager, and we have a Zoom after this to talk about it.
0: Oh, do you have the same manager?
1: We do. We do. Oh, okay. We've both been with the same person for 20 years, I think.
0: This is the, the lady that sat you down and said, What, what, uh, what do you if want? If I had my crystal ball, what, what uh, <laughs> do you want I feel like be?
1: I'm just, um, yeah. this is, It just feels like a lot right now, though. The, everything feels like a lot. So you
0: want to make this and put it out on YouTube?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Initially, we wanted to do it on. um, Initially, we wanted to do just sketches, but we decided to make it more in line of being just a um, a pilot. And it's a lot of fun. Like we, it's very silly and fun. But um, yeah, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk to her. There's no buts. It's gonna be great.
0: <laughs> just yes, and. Are we
1: really not gonna edit this at all? Why do you want to edit that out? <laughs> I don't know. It's just one of those things. I I I haven't felt like myself in two weeks. Just constantly having like.
0: <clears throat> all right, sing your highest I feel like note right now. I'm detached from my
1: body. Hmm?
0: Senior. <laughs> and now you're low. Now you're lowest. Mm. Sound great.
1: Hey, oh, thank you so much. I'm going on for um Do Into the Woods is on Broadway right now, right? Uh-huh. I did Careful the witch the one I was nice. thing you say. <laughs> Do I only talk about this? I only talk about Into the Woods.
0: Children will listen. It's true. <coughs> Careful the thing test what is it? Tell you tell. That is the spell. Children will listen. <laughs>
1: You should go, I'll play Jack, and you play the witch in Into the Woods.
0: No, why don't we, you do the witch and I'll be the baker.
1: All right. Who was the guy who did it in the, the original cast? What was his name? Chip Zion. Chip Zion. What happened to him? Let's have him on the podcast.
0: Chip <laughs> Zion is great. The whole original cast is great. We saw Danielle Ferland, who played Red Riding Hood, in uh, <gasps> a uh, restaurant in Palm Springs.
1: Danielle Ferland.
0: She looked exactly the same.
1: <laughs> was she wearing a red cape?
0: Yeah, she was gathering biscuits and uh, gathering biscuits? pastries to bring to her gra- uh, grandmother.
1: Uh, actually, was in she Palm in the Springs. belly of a wolf?
0: Not yet. Not at that moment, oh, but she okay. was soon later. Actually, that would be a fun retelling of Red Riding Hood is is driving out to Palm Springs to see yeah. the grandmother. And then the instead of the wolf eating the grandmother, the mm-hmm. uh, like a real estate agent has like, Gotten himself into her will, you know, like scammed the grandmother, and then uh I don't know what the equivalent of sewing stones into his. They sell him a bunch of like terrible properties, and he goes bankrupt,
1: and and, and, and drowns that. in an infinity pool.
0: Yeah, and it's and it's called Red Riding Hood because it's about real estate. Nailed it. This is great. <laughs> great pitch meeting uh, <laughs> if you want to just forward this video to your manager <laughs> afterwards
1: <laughs> are there any roles for you or i in
0: it uh we'll be the like a couple that walks through a open house okay and um, then he scams them
1: when are you going to um are you, when, are you going to Edinburgh
0: for yes. august or september I'll be there the first two weekends of two weeks of August. I'm actually, uh, yeah.
1: So you leave I, in like a week.
0: I leave next uh. Thursday maybe, something like that. Um, and I'll be there for, yeah, basically two and a half weeks. Um, it feels less overwhelming because I'm not going for the whole month this time. So okay. that's good. Although I know that um, I, I've gone there before and not been able to stay the whole month. And it actually like is really... Um, kind of depressing because everybody else is like having such a good time yeah. and you're leaving in the middle of it and also the way Edinburgh works is with, with any like very concentrated experience um, every three days feels like a, a month there so mm. you also know that like if you leave halfway through two weeks later when the whole thing is over like everybody will have like moved on I mean I've seen it happen to other people other people that like intern with the show or whatever, and then they have to leave like a week early, literally like 48 hours later, you're like, oh, I don't even remember them being around. <laughs> Cause you're just going through such a concentrated experience of just doing these shows and seeing shows and hanging out. How many out shows do stuff, you
1: see so. a day when you're there?
0: Well, I used to see a lot. So like literally my first three or four years there in the, in a month I would see like 40 shows in a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now because of my schedule I'm actually probably only going to be I'll be lucky in these two weeks okay let's see a goal for me would be to see uh, if I could see 15 shows that would be impressive how many shows my shows conflict with a lot of things I'm doing a 5.30 show a 9 o'clock show and a 10 o'clock show
1: every every day?
0: every day so that eliminates almost for two weeks? it eliminates for two weeks yeah I'll have I'll probably have days off days off here and there depending but Mm -hmm. you know so for example Jeanine Garofalo will be there doing stand up
1: you know Um, I just read an article about Jeanine Garofalo in the New York Times
0: yeah I think it's maybe a little bit of a run up to maybe push I saw that article as well it was like Jeanine Garofalo survived by never compromising or something like that
1: yeah and it's it it seems like she she says she doesn't have a cell phone she's not on social media Mm -hmm. she doesn't have I mean she doesn't so it doesn't do anything online yeah which I think is um, what a dream
0: <laughs> uh, speaking of which I'm gonna recommend an app that I just got that I'm trying mm-hmm. uh, that is interesting for people who feel a little too social media right now it's called one sec and it's for your iPhone if you have an iPhone I don't know if there's an Android version and what it does is it basically inserts itself between you and a social media app like Facebook or Instagram. Mm-hmm. And there's a little bit of setup, but it's not too complicated, but it's basically using the shortcut app on the iPhone to basically get in between you and the Facebook app. So for example, now when I click on the Facebook app, it goes to this, this app first, mm-hmm. and it basically has a little countdown. It says, take a breath before you go into Facebook, and then it oh, says, really? "Do you want to do you want to keep going into Facebook or do you want to close and do something else?" So every time you go into oh, Facebook, it's like, "Do you really want to do this?" And then it counts how many times in the day you've tried to open Facebook. I think okay. that's what's going to be interesting. So
1: that's really interesting. Yeah, I kind of had a troll this week um, on my Twitter. It's funny because I I don't use Twitter very much. I like to use it for like political stuff because. Mm-hmm. Um, And I don't, I don't, I I usually don't have Instagram. I haven't been on Facebook in a really long time. But um, I had somebody on my Twitter tell me, it just reminds me, I always forget like how crazy people are. Uh Uh-huh. The tweet was like. What do they say? Well, it was, it was so dumb. It's literally so dumb that you're, you kind of can't. Let me see. I wonder if I can find it. Uh, do you want to hear it? Yeah. It sure. just made me laugh. It was so funny. So terribly stupid. All right, ready. I'm sorry. I I have a Twitter on my uh-huh. computer, and not on my phone. Okay. Um all right. I'm coming to my profile. All right, ready. This is going to be so exciting. Missy pile at Missy pile everybody. This is what's happening. I have an old computer. I really need to get a new one. Um I have 1,599 tweets. Oh, Jesus. Sorry, it's taking a long time. Okay, ready? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's still loading. Oh, no. (laughs) This is the worst (laughs) podcast I've ever done. I'm so sorry. I
0: think you should get a new computer. That's my first suggestion.
1: How could... How dare you? How dare you? All right, you ready?
0: (laughs) I mean, it's only because every week you say this computer is so old.
1: You are a... Evil, spelt E-V-E-L, hireable, hireable, which I thought was pretty nice, person uh-huh. and mom. You have two kids and had an had a abortion when you were a kid. What kind of mom and human, spelt like human, uh, thing are you, all caps. Things like you are the reason America is the shape it's in. <laughs> hmm. That can't be what, is the, what?
0: Why did they say hireable?
1: I think they meant horrible.
0: Oh, horrible. <laughs> I was like, I mean, we we all aspire to be hireable. Yeah, that right. doesn't even sound like a... That sounds like it's a paid... Uh, someone that's not... English is not their first language, is my guess.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: You get... Yeah, so... Um, yeah, it's interesting. I had a couple of little troll uh, events uh, this week, too, on Facebook. Particularly, I got into arguments with people. Oh, um, Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll summarize this and, and and you know what? I'm gonna start I because I'm doing more stand up lately, I'm just uh-huh. like, I just like I'm g I am I have to just start saying what I actually think about things. Okay. And and just live with the consequences. Which is I think the races should be kept separate. Um, Do you think the what?
1: The races should all be kept separate? <laughs> yeah. Great idea. No.
0: So so someone posted a tweet uh <laughs> they shared a tweet on Facebook that was like, Hey, there's no um uh, you know basically saying it was a native american person saying you shouldn't use the word spirit animal
1: oh you right. use I heard word, that
0: you shouldn't use the word powwow right. and you shouldn't use the word tribe and uh-huh. i this was this was a white guy that was posting it and i said i agree with two of those three but i think the word tribe is actually really old predates like our usage of it in english like you know it comes from like of Latin root and whatever. And the word tribe has been used for like Roman culture, Jewish culture, Israel, right? African culture. Yeah, So it's a pretty widely used word that I don't think denotes only North American uh, indigenous people's social structure. So to me, I'm just like, that's just one I disagree mm-hmm. with. I don't think that um, I think I, I, I've never really used the words powwow or spirit animal anyway and i mean normally i would have said patronus before but i'm trying not to support jk you know but but the word tribe i'm like i i see your point on those two this one i disagree with that's really like all i said was like i two of the three are right this one doesn't persuade me and i will not stop using the word tribe um and then we went into this back and forth where he was like
1: and who is this uh, person
0: just a face again this is another thing where i'm like i think i should actually sort of vigorously Reduce all of my specifically Facebook social connections to people that I actually know as opposed to virtual connections of friends of friends because he said Oh, so you're gonna take it literally and disagree with one of the three things and my point was like in terms of language You have to be specific. You can't just vaguely take the word of somebody for everything they say because if we're not going to talk specifically about you should use this word in this instance or context or not, then it's kind of all useless. Like it's it's all about, am I gonna use this particular word anymore? And those two, I agree with two of them. I don't agree with the third, anyway. So we're just having this back and forth. And And he was lecturing other people in the thread about white fragility and that stuff because I think he's in college studying this stuff. And then I said, you know, just to let you know, like I ha and I'm this I'm this is the language of academia, which is I use this on purpose because this is sort of where he's at. But I said like I have lived experience with uh confronting people about appropriative language and language that might um be problematic. And uh when I said that, he was just he like went off completely. He was just like, whatever dude, I'm done with this, die mad. <laughs> It was just like, it's really funny that you're talk, lecturing other people about white fragility, and then like this is how you end this conversation. I don't so that know that, was my troll What does week.
1: that word mean? Trolls of the week. Oh, that's a fun segment.
0: What 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 word? Die, die mad?
1: mad.
0: Yeah. Die. No, meaning like, like.
1: Like die mad. Like
0: die angry. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. All right.
0: And I was like, that's a really odd response for like a um, someone who's actually like in a master's program studying social science and. Um, like marginalized people, in, as like as a part of his studies. That's a weird way to talk to. Theoretically. Yeah, that's a weird way to talk to what a person anybody's of color Really saying. doing. Yeah. So anyway, that's just that's just that was my troll of the week. Troll of the this week's
1: troll of the week.
0: Yeah, um, and you know what's I think the that the that they thing that's um, maybe something I want to look at is like somebody like him. I I just like I just told him like whatever that's. That was a really weird way to respond and I unfriended him. But then what will happen is three years from now, I'll cross his paths again on Facebook and I won't remember why um, I don't like this guy. <laughs> so no. because I, this happened in Dallas, like somebody, I was in Dallas last week and somebody messaged me and I was like, I unfriended this guy specifically for a reason and now I can't remember why. So is that good or bad? Should I have a list? I mean you
1: gotta give You know Forgiveness As Don Henley says In the words of the Immortal Don Henley Even if Even if You don't love me Anymore It's it's about forgiveness You gotta at least Put the forgiveness part In there
0: At the heart Of the matter
1: That's impressive Uh, Uh, That's impressive That uh, Yeah Um, I don't know Chris I mean What do you need to do
0: By the way, I was in Dallas doing stand-up comedy. Entered a stand-up comedy contest and lost. Oh, so that's what I was doing.
1: How many people were in it? Why didn't you lead with that?
0: Because it's not good news. Oh, I
1: see. (laughs) I like that though. Um, so there were nine people.
0: I'll have. There were nine people. I had to place in the top two to advance the next round, and I did not. And uh, I disagreed with the result. But what are you going to do? What are you
1: going to do? Disagree with the results, I guess. Um, all right. Well, the,
0: the thing the thing that I you know I am trying to practice this year is when is, is specifically that I will respond to failure with energy. That is the Zen sentence that I have given myself. So instead of moping, uh-huh. I am here in Houston. I am going to go to an open mic tonight here in Houston.
1: Okay.
0: Just to get back on the horse, because instead of being like screw them. I will do that but I will also do this
1: (laughs) okay well speaking of trolls um, I have to pick up my daughter from troll camp oh so we should probably ultimate
0: troll is your own child
1: yeah I mean she's into them she's into them Tiki Tiki troll is very sneaky it made her sandwich yesterday taste like pickle juice so she didn't eat it I was like I need this stuff I can use there's pickle juice in that Uh, cotton candy
0: I haven't understood seven of the last ten words you just said. <laughs> Welcome
1: to my life. I got pickle, pickle juice in the cotton candy. She said that Tiki Tiki Troll made... Put a spell on her lunch and made her sandwich taste like pickle juice.
0: Hmm. Okay. All right. We'll get, let's get an update on that next week. <laughs> All
1: right. Maybe we'll bring in a guest next week.
0: Yeah. Uh, so... I mean, sure. <laughs> this is decidedly low energy podcast I from know. this, this week. Well, we know Justin Zell's listening. Justin Zell, our, our patron. Thank and literally, God. like this is like the Medicis in Italy. We have one patron, Justin Zell. This is all just for Justin, this podcast, <laughs> at this point. If you want to be one of the Medici and help this podcast, go to freelancepretend.com slash... Uh, no, go to <laughs> patreon.com slash freelance pretend.
1: Slash whatever. Up. Um, whatever. Maybe next week I'll be done with COVID. I don't know. Okay, cool. All right. Maybe
0: I'll just be starting. Actually, I'll be all preparing to go to Scotland, so we'll talk about that.
1: Party. Okay.
0: All right. Bye Goodbye,
1: friends. 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 Mm.